0: Welcome to a brand new series here at Quacky Gems Podcast. I'm Gem Swallow. I took the idea to remove myself from Instagram because it was just getting to me and my life evolved. So I did the unthinkable. Yep, I deleted it. I then had an idea. I'd do a brand new series on my podcast, but with a twist. Are three rules. No health, no job talk, and no social media. Mm-hmm. Really? Just adventure and what I get up to. Let's see what this life really has to offer. This is Life Offline, the brand new series here at Cracky Gems Podcast. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Cracky Gems Podcast. I'm Jem. How are you doing? I hope that you're doing well. Welcome to Podcasts I've Listened to Lately and Being a Guest on a Radio Show. Before we get stuck in, I'm kind of nervous and excited about what I'm going to tell you guys. If you follow me on my social media, you've probably already seen it flag up, but <laughs> I now have Patreon. patron. Yes, I have. If you want to support the podcast, you can do so. Check out patreon.com forward slash Podcast. I will love you forever and right here just after the credits special things will take place. If you choose to be a pod- if you choose- a podcaster, hey if you want to do that let me know but if you choose to become a patron then really right here there might be a round of applause there will be a celebration in your honour of choosing to support Quirky Gems Podcast. If you want to check it out again, it's patreon.com forward slash Quirky Gems Podcast. There are four tiers to choose from. There is something for everybody. I'm excited and yet nervous at the same time. But I figured that it was time. And I really do hope that if you're an avid listener, or maybe you just found me, you will consider becoming a patron. And this will be a beautiful relationship. So I thought I would leave that in this video for you. If you want to check that out, patreon.com forward slash cracky Gems podcast. So with that said, something happened to me just lately. Okay, this podcast episode was planned about a week ago. I was going to inform you, educate you on podcasts that I've been listening to. And I put a poll out on my Instagram. If you aren't following me yet, it's at Gems Quirky. I put a poll out on my Instagram and I wondered if you yourself listen to podcasts. And it's something that to me I find really interesting and I will get into that. I did not think though something would come up and I would have the opportunity to be a guest on a radio show. I did not see that coming over the horizon. Now, I'll be honest, it was a quite a, (laughs) I have the recording here, I'm just about to play it, in case you missed it. I had the opportunity to be a guest on BBC Essex with Helen Scott, she's a presenter over here in the UK, if you're not living in the UK. And um, you can also listen to it via BBC Sounds. I mean, check me out. My voice is on BBC Sounds. I mean, you hear about other podcasters having their show on BBC Sounds, but, you know, this southern woman, (laughs) this, you know, little-known woman from Southampton actually has this voice on BBC Sounds. It happened, and, um, yeah, I'm going to play it for you now. And then I will be back with you after this short clip.
1: Languages ...this evening uh, and whether we think, yeah, okay, whether we think that they work and, and, and knowing them and using them is a real thing. And then I think some of us are also a little bit questionable, a little bit questionable. And if you're not sure what love languages are... There's five of them and apparently it's, it's a way of expressing and feeling love. So it's how we might receive love and how we give love and there are five of them. We've got physical touch, we've got words of affirmation, we've got uh, quality time, acts of service and receiving gifts. You've got one that is primary and one that is secondary. We're talking all about it tonight. We had Jo Barnett on who's a relationship coach. She fully backed. Love languages, and Gemma joins us now on the phone with her thoughts about love languages. How are you, Gem? Hi, baby. Right? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, tell me then, when did you first hear about love languages?
2: I'll be really honest. I've not heard of it until this very day. When mm. you mentioned it earlier, I actually did a little bit of a Google search. So I thought, oh, come on, is this some sort of... Social media thing that you know, one of those things that like hashtag love in life type things. Or, oh, come on! <laughs> and so, what do you think then? Do you think that it's a thing? Do you know what I think? It comes down to common sense, and I also think it depends on where in the relationship you're in. For example, I think if you're
1: things they're ways that we might communicate in a relationship right so yeah. if, uh, if you're communicating with uh, you know affirming your love for someone through words or uh, you're communicating by giving someone a gift or physical touch giving them a hug is that not all part of communication
2: but it kind of comes back to my point of so you know, I kind of when I heard this right I've been listening to your show and when I heard this kind of the love guru come on and I thought okay I can understand it with, like, most relationships you need all five of the, the things, you know, you need all five boxes to tick, but isn't that... It's kind of... You are you of a manual. Who needs a manual to tell you how to love someone? You know, it does come down to common sense. So, question then, Gemma. Did you oh, okay. take the, Did you take the quiz to discover yours? Do you know what? I didn't, but where I've been listening to the five... <laughs> where you mentioned the five of them, I and I thought, okay, what are my two main ones? And so I do have a primary and I do have a secondary. Do you want to hear what they are? Of course we do. Yes. Okay. So I can't believe I'm going to say this. Okay. Lies on the radio. My first one is quality time. I think time is the most, the best gift you can give to someone. That's what I think. You know, they creep me out. To be honest, I don't. They, I find them very overwhelming. But quality time is the first one. Right. The second one for me is words of affirmation, the mental support. I think that if you're in a relationship and you want it to get a distance, especially in today's modern age, you need the words of affirmation.
1: Yeah, OK. Well, I mean, I don't know why you're worried about saying it on the radio. They're perfectly, they're perfectly good uh, love languages to have. I think any of them are, really. And so, I guess then, if, if they're your kind of two main ones, well, then if your partner kept giving you gifts all the time but wasn't really spending a lot of time with you, do you think you would have been in the relationship for
2: over a decade? Do you know what it's weird? I've kind of grown up in a culture where if... Uh, I'm in a um, heterosexual relationship, so if my other half kept giving me, uh, you know, gifts, I'd think, what have you done? Oh! I'd, I'd automatically assume there was someone else, because that's kind of the culture, I guess. That's the kind of the mindset that might be adopted. Right, you know? okay. So, so that's the in kind
1: essence, of my In essence, then... It might not have gone the distance, this relationship. You might not have been together for ten years if he'd kept giving you gifts or if he'd just, you know, kept giving you a kiss but never really spending time with you. I guess, you know, it sounds like he does he does do and fulfil your primary and secondary love language. So I think... Are we, are we finding out... Are we discovering here, Gem? That you, know, <laughs> you, you and your partner have been, you know... You've hit the nail on the head with both of your love languages, you just didn't know it.
2: But I don't believe you should be looking at a book. I think it's kind of trial and error and also relationships change over time. What you might want in the beginning, as you kind of get used to each other and as the communication, you know, your kind of life changes and I think your communications change and what you need from the relationship changes as well. Mhm yeah absolutely
1: i think see that's sort of my sort of uh interest point there is that you know i think we do change as humans don't we as we grow and as we go through you know different life experiences and i wonder if you know it's something like an mot you need to do the the love language quiz every january or something (laughs) you know just to double check just to double check just just
2: great
1: wonderful and if not we can tweak on some areas you know exactly exactly um so you're saying then gem "Mm, yeah okay it could be a theory but we don't need to rely on it so if you got into a relationship with someone i mean pretend like you've not been you know basically married for the last 10 years uh, and someone asked you on your first date what your love language was, because this is what you know our relationship expert said that we should be doing is openly asking about love languages on a first date. What would you say
2: to them? Well, I've been really honest. Okay, so if I'm, as I said, I'm in a heterosexual, I'm a het- just you know, I'm straight. So I've been a heterosexual looking for that kind of relationship. I don't know any men in my, in my local area. If I sat down opposite. You know, a lovely dinner table. If I sat down and said, Okay, so what's your love language, my friend? They'd probably look at me and just say, What in God's name is this? What what is this? Some sort of Okay, so
1: we're not interested in a book, we just are listening to our intuitions, we're intuitions. knowing ourselves well and good, and we're just putting it out there and saying, look, this is what I want, this is what I need. I don't need uh, five love languages to to define it. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, Gemma, uh, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your thoughts tonight. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, Gemma's saying there that she doesn't know any blokes... Uh, That she could sit down and
0: say, "What's your love language?" and they would say exactly what their love language is. And let's put—pretty cool, huh? So I hope that you enjoyed that short clip. So what you don't know is, (laughs) okay, I actually have experience in radio. I do. I've presented radio. I've co-presented radio. I've interviewed people. I've interviewed people on the podcast. I'm. Presenter, but what is so strange is that this thing happened all in the course of a day, and I went really excited. I really did. It was something that I was literally like on the complete buzz the whole day. And um, I know a few of you direct messaged me and said, You know, could you play it? So I hope that you enjoyed that. Let me know what you think. And um, yeah, so that was my little experience about being a guest talking about love language, something that I'd never heard of before that day. But if you hadn't heard of it, you've been educated, right? Let me know what you think. So um, let's get back to the topic at hand, shall we? We're talking about podcasts I've listened to lately. So there are two, okay? For me, I usually, once I listen to a podcast, I commit to it. And what I found really interesting is that your interests will make you you. I have found that the podcasts that I listen to (laughs) on Twitter, Twitter is great because there's like hashtag pod and family on there. So it's like a little movement that if you're a podcaster, you can find other podcasts and you can share your shows. And there are little kind of accounts that encourage you to open up and type to advertise your show. So for me, I find it really interesting. And what I find really, really interesting is that you may be a podcast host, you might have your podcast, you might even produce one. But what I find special is that there are so many different variations of podcasts. You have ones that talk about TV, you have ones that talk, there are a whole host of them. For me, I find I'm drawn to ones that are To do with my day-to-day life, so I have narrowed it down to two because these two are the ones that I've listened to more than one episode and I've kind of come across them either they followed me on Instagram or they followed me on social media, I might have even seen their posts on social media, thought i will give it a go. I'm I'm a very curious being, to be honest, and I find things exciting, and I want to be able to connect with the person that's talking, so the very first one, there are two, as I mentioned, the very first one is one called Spooktater, if you didn't know this, I am a big believer of the paranormal and supernatural, some people might not be, for me, I am, And I'm a big believer in signs and destiny and karma and all that jazz. And so, (laughs) over the weekend, especially on TV, you have all these different TV shows that are paranormal investigations. And so, every week I look forward to the Thursday and the Friday on a specific channel over here in the UK. And I sit down with my family and we we watch paranormal investigations. I love the equipment they use. I love the way that you can hear things. Because it's something that a lot of people might think if they can't see something, they don't believe it's there. But I kind of believe for me that the paranormal and supernatural is around you all the time. And so when I found the Spooktator podcast, it flagged up to me about a year ago when I was on Twitter... And I saw their post come up, and I thought, oh, and it's really cool because their kind of their logo or their display picture is one of a ghost. You know, like the the general icon of a ghost. Imagine just like a sheet over someone's head. (laughs) That's kind of like the logo. They're gonna love me for saying that, but I find it found it really cool. So because of this, and I have an interest in the paranormal, I decided to give them a shot. I decided to click on a link and see what happened. So the very first episode I listen to it's really cool because usually I can pick up on accents and I have a weird accent because I was raised by someone that um is from like the outskirts of London I come from Southampton so our accents are slightly different but I'm very I can pick up on different accents and to me I like the Canadian accent I like the American accent we all sound so different and um yeah, I when I press play, I was really interested because you have, you know, you have three hosts. There are two guys and one woman. And the way that they talk and, you know, the way that they bring about their different lifestyles and the way they come together and they kind of drop little things in. Like, for example, the female host, she kind of let slip that she was going to do driving lessons soon. And that's something that I am... Um, really looking into in my life right now. It's something that I haven't shared with anyone, especially online. My closest family know, but when she said that to me, it was also a validating point because it's like, oh, okay. You know, I mean, let, you know, you're a paranormal podcast. I'm kind of had this on my, uh, on my road that I'm going down. And then you talk about it. Would you call that coincidence? I don't know. But I find it really interesting. And I'm about to listen to one of their podcast episodes about the ghost of Myra Hindley. The first episode that I listened to was um, talking about Derek Okora. Now, Derek Okora, when I first got into um, listening and reading about spirits and paranormal, it's something that I've always been interested in. And I remember I was reading one of his books, Donkeys ago. It must have been like, I don't know, up 10 years ago and the other TV show and everything. And um, believe it or not, what I found really interesting is I actually direct messaged him a few months before he died to see if he wanted to come onto my podcast to be a guest. That's something which (laughs) to me was really interesting. They talk about Derek Okora because I believe that one of the men uh, presenters have worked with Derek Okora in a, pre- uh, in a capacity, in a professional capacity. And so I found that interesting. I literally listened to this podcast on a really bad day. I was having like a low day and I was laying on my bed and I just pressed play and just wanted to see like, you know, how it was going. And when I came across, uh, cause they talked about Sam, Derek Okora's spirit guide, if you know of Derek Okora's story. And I found it really interesting because I thought, Oh, my God. I remember literally because I wanted to see if I could get a well-known paranormal investigator because I was, you know, everyone is familiar with Derek Cora and the other spirit mediums. And um, I remember a few months before he died, I had no idea he was sick, no idea whatsoever. And a few months before he died, I contacted him via his website and I contacted him via Instagram, I believe. I remember asking him if he'd like to come onto my show and uh, I was hoping to have like an interview with him, you know, to kind of talk about like how he sees spirits and because I know a lot of my listeners are into the paranormal as well. And so when Spooktator talked about it, and I thought it's really interesting it as you know, it's really something. And um, I'm about to press play. I think actually now I'm quarter the way through an episode where they talk about Myra Hindley and her ghost so, um, yeah, I found that to be quite something. So I'm on, I think it's two episodes so far. And, yeah, it's one that I guess I'm going to be an avid listener of right now. I have contacted data podcast, so they know that they're being talked about. <laughs> but for me, I just find it really, you know, cool. Because in the day-to-day, like, you might watch at home, I mean, The only thing available to you is daytime TV or you have the radio. But unless you have something that really you can connect with, it's kind of, you know, you're educated. You find out all these different things. And so for me, I really, really wanted to hear something paranormal because I get excited by it. I get like I want to hear more about it. I know how the technical terms work. I know how visitations work. I know like the general gist of it like I said, I've been into it for a good amount of time. But for people to actually talk about it and to devote a whole episode to their opinions on it and things, I find it really interesting. So um, they also touched upon a TV show that we have over here as well. Now, I'm just talking about this from a listener's point of view, but there's a TV show over here. I'm not going to name it, But the TV show um, is a new one, and it's to do with the paranormal scope. And uh, my mum, myself, and my other half would sit down and watch this. And I really couldn't connect with it all that much. It kind of felt as though the person that was presenting the show, it seemed like they didn't fit. And it was very hard. Like, when someone feels when you believe that somebody is a professional, especially with investigating, I don't believe in the term ghost hunting because you're not hunting them. You know, it's not like you've got a rifle and you're hunting them down. You can't really shoot a ghost. I mean, who knew, right? But for me, I found it interesting that Spooktator Podcast shared their view on this new show. And when they were talking about it, I shared, I agreed with their point of view, and I remember talking to my mum about it, and this is the great thing about podcasts, much like any other form of media, if you can connect with it, you're more likely to tell someone else about it, and I remember this TV show, and um, we watched it, I think we watched three episodes of it over the course of three weeks, as it's on like once a week, and I remember thinking i really can't connect with this it just feels like there's something not quite there it's a bit off and um upon (laughs) upon listening to this i remember talking to my mum about it and i said that's what it is this podcast episode literally now you know hit the nail on the head for me so that to me connected to me so i figured okay you know i'm gonna keep listening i enjoyed it And you feel like, of course, if you're a podcast listening yourself, you feel like you connect with the host and you kind of have a little bit of a snapshot about what their day-to-day life is and what their lifestyle is. So that right there is the Spooktator podcast. You can find, uh, if you look up Spooktator, I believe, you can find them on Twitter. And um, yeah, so that's the first one. Now the second one... (laughs) This is really cool because these guys actually found me on Instagram and this is something that I really like. I like, now you might think, why? They're your competition. They're really not and here's why. Okay, being a podcaster does not automatically make you competition with other podcasters because even though you're presenting a show, you're you know, you're providing entertainment, you're providing information. However, you're talking about different themes, you're talking about different genres. And the great thing about being a podcaster is that it's different than any other forms of media, because you share each other's show. A couple of weeks ago, I came across these guys, they followed me on Instagram. And um, I was interested in one of their episodes. So I listened to it. And um, when I did, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw this on my stories. And when I listened, I thought, oh, this is cool. Now, I rarely share anything that I don't agree with. So if I like it, you can bet your bottom dollar I'm going to be showing it from the rooftops. I mean, <laughs> I've mentioned these guys to my mum a good few times. And these guys are called for, for and against, I think, for or against, yeah get it right, Gem, for or against podcasts, and it's four guys, the two episodes I've listened to, it's always been the four guys, I like the way they communicate, and it's literally like, as the listener, you're sat there, and you're basically just hanging out with guys, you don't know what they look like, but you're, you can listen, it's, I find it really interesting, because, okay, I can connect with them they're around about my age one of them the way that he talks about his wife is so lovely and i connected with that because it's the way that i know jack talks about me and i talk about jack he's always talking about his wife and recently they were talking about um caravanning this whole uh, movement on instagram i would never heard of it there are two things they talked about i've never heard of it but because i liked the podcast so much i sat there and i listened And I like their accents as well. And the way that they laugh and you have, like, it it just reminds you that you're, they're kind of like, they remind you of, like, they're your mates. You don't know what they look like unless you choose to follow them them on Instagram. But what I really enjoy about it is that they, there's kind of, like... The main presenter that kind of talks about, you know, you kind think he, you know, it keeps him in line, you know. <laughs> He's gonna love this, I know, because I told him that I'm talking about the podcast too. I mean, we've all been there, right? There's one in the group that does it. But you have one that keeps the rest in line and they talk about the um the themes or the subject. And there's a way that they do it on their Instagram because they're gonna talk about, say, a minimum, wa- a minimal wardrobe, and I remember a couple of weeks ago I contacted them to say that I myself had no, sorry, was it a capsule wardrobe or a minimal wardrobe? And there was some confusion as to what they meant. We wanted a bit of clarity, and so I recommended to them that I myself had an episode about capsule wardrobes, and they actually shared my episode, which to me was really meant a lot because in the podcast movement, I think that is so great, because there's so much support, and you know, it helps their listeners hear about different podcasts, and I just think it's a really lovely thing to do, so these guys, they discuss uh, topics, I've not come across another podcast that does this, but the reason why I was drawn to it is because, myself, I like a good debate, to be honest. You might not think that of me. I don't believe you have to raise your voice. I don't believe you have to scream and shout. But I believe if you have a point, you can hear everyone else's, you know, points and everyone else's way that they came to their point, the journey they took themselves on to establish the point. But I really enjoy the fact that you (laughs) they talk about different subjects. They hear themselves out and they kind of might agree in a way like, I see your point, however, I'm sticking with mine. And it's something that for me, I like a good debate. I like hearing different points of view. It's something that we all do in a day to day. For example, if in my day to day life, if I come across something, I'll ask my other half's opinion. I'll ask my mum's opinion. I weigh them up. But the decision comes down to me. And so if I'm going to make a decision, I have to feel okay with it but hearing the two points of view from the people closest to me it kind of you know you you have a lot more information to play with so when i came across these guys like i said they found me on instagram and to me i get excited when new podcasts find me because it's like oh it's another one i get to check out this is exciting it could just be me but this is what excites me and so I played uh, the podcast episode, and it was so laid back. It was really back. It was kind of like being in a room with four guys that you've just been introduced to, and that you can connect with, you know, like I said, they're my age, they're all roughly about in their 30s. They all have different walks of life and different lifestyles. But I've listened to two episodes. And now on a break, I believe they're going to come back and do another series. But it's something that I'm like, this is so cool. And they're so funny as well. You know, you have, they'll talk about something and they'll laugh and you find yourself smiling or laughing along with it. For me, I usually listen to podcasts. I find it, I can't be out and about walking and listen to a podcast. So It's usually maybe on a Friday evening. I'll sit on my bed and I'll just vibe you know, just take a few minutes in my room and listen to podcasts. And I'm always on the lookout for new ones. So if you know of any podcasts, let me know and I will check them out. There's one or two that I've found floating around on Instagram that I would like to check out. But these two main ones are really cool. So if you want to check out For Against, they are on Instagram. And uh, what I will do is once this podcast episode goes live, which will be Thursday, I will tag them and then you can you can check them out. But, yeah, I just um, for me, I think it's more about that. If you have listeners, I think it really is cool to show what you're listening to and like people can connect with it. There is another one that I found. I'm on the second episode of I mean, if you didn't know this, I am a huge Tudor fan. I know, I know, you're probably thinking, what? Okay, I'll clarify. I am a huge King Henry VIII fan. I am. And I have found a podcast that I'm listening to, maybe in another month or something, or further down the line, I'll talk about that. But I have found one. And I found that you get so much education from podcasts as well. And um, it's like, for example, for or against podcasts, um, they were talking about these drinks. Now, being in the UK, I'd never heard the term. I believe the term is seltzers. I'd never heard that term. But then again, I'm not really into drinking alcohol. And they were talking about that you can buy these alcohol cans. And they were talking about whether the alcohol was like, you know, what made up this drink? Was it more alcohol? Was it more other stuff like coloring and additives? And it was so weird because this, you can check out the podcast episode. Just click on their link on their Instagram page, if that's where you get your podcast from, or check Google for and against. And um, when they told us that, you can literally hear you're a part of their you're a part of their scene. You know, they take a drink. That was that sounded a bit weird hearing like a, <laughs> a drinking thing, but it's like okay then. You know, how else is one gonna drink? So you hear them drink, and then you hear, like, them say, like, oh, you know, it's, it's all right, you know, <laughs> so for me, this was really interesting, there's two things that I don't have over here in the UK they've mentioned, and it's like, oh, so that's what it is, you know, it makes you feel, like I can't believe I'm going to use this term, it makes you feel like you're down with the kids, with Tater Podcast, the first episode that I heard, uh the <laughs> This woman presenter, I forget her name, I do apologize. Uh, she was talking about that she went out on a ghost hunt and that there was this uh there was this figure that she saw and they were mucking about thinking, Imagine if you you know, you have this torch, you move the torch away and you look back and the figure's getting closer and closer. Now to me I thought that would both be cool and scary. If that if I were in that position and I was out in the a dark environment and I had a torch and I was moving the torch away and coming back and this thing was getting closer I'd think okay what are you seriously what is this <laughs> but these two guys <laughs> they're two different guys you know I mean they're the same guys but they're like two different personalities and it's just quite funny it really is what they talk about and there's like much like this podcast, there's no to be. They basically just call it as they see it. And as I said, that's a tater podcast. So you can find both of these podcast episodes if you want to check them out. You know, check it out on Google, wherever you find your podcast, check out Spooktator podcast and check out For Against. And I promise you, you will thank me because they are both so hilarious. So, um, yeah, I am going to continue upon my journey of discovering interesting podcasts. Uh, If you are a podcaster or you, maybe you're loving a podcast, let me know. There are some that I'm not kind of, you know, there are some I've been recommending. It's like, that's just not me. You know, my younger brother and I share this thing where we both listen to podcasts. My brother listens to one that a well, that's a well-known one. And to me, it's like, I just know I'm not going to connect with that, you know. I'm not going to say it, but it's like, I just know I'm not going to connect with that. For me, I like information. I like comedy. I like, you know, I just like something... Little known ones or, you know, just it's something that you can sink your teeth into. I'm not that into, like, big, well-known celebrity ones and that kind of thing. But maybe you're different. So if you're listening to any podcasts and you think that I should check them out, feel free to let me know on Instagram or Twitter. The details are coming up. And uh, that's it for this episode. So I hope you enjoyed. I hope that you got a giggle from my little, <laughs> my guest slot on uh, BBC Essex. And um, like I said, I did not see that coming, but my God, was it exciting. Would I do it again? You bet. So uh, here are all the details you need if you want to uh, get involved. And um, yeah, please do check out patreon.com forward slash quirky gems podcast. I will catch you in a bit with a new episode. Thank you for lending me your ears. And remember, be you, not them. Do you want to get involved with Quirky Gems Podcast? Maybe you want to follow me on my social medias. Here's what you need to know. If you want to follow me, you can do. It's at gemsquirky on both Instagram and on Twitter. Or you can check out the website, thequirkygem.wordpress.com. Episodes drop every Friday. Remember, be you, not them.